0: The city of Providenciales. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. New acting commissioner of police sworn in 1.3 million tons of cocaine seized in Caribbean Sea. Mummified monkeys found in passengers' luggage. A look at sports and the weather all coming up right now. Welcome listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Let's get into the news of the day. Christopher Ayer officially took the oath of affirmation of office as the acting commissioner of police of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force, on Monday, February 12th, 2024. The oath was administered by Her Excellency the Governor, Delaney Daniel Selvaratnam, at the police headquarters on Airport Road, Providence, Providenciales, and was witnessed by the Deputy Commissioner of Police, Rodney Adams, the Assistant Commissioners of Police, Kendall Grant, Darren Williams, and Matt Newton. Superintendents of Police, Dwight Gardner and Willard Harvey, were also present. Following the brief ceremony, Acting Commissioner Ayer met with the officers of Division B at the Ethel Ingham Center. Acting Commissioner Ayer expressed his gratitude for the opportunity to lead the force temporarily and vowed to work tirelessly to ensure the well-being and safety of all within the TCI. And two women have reported separate incidences of assault by drivers of vehicles they thought were jitneys. Police reported last week that the incidents are under investigation and are advising residents to exercise extreme caution when catching jitneys or accepting rides around providenciales. Police said that one of the women reported to them that she was assaulted by a man driving a small blue car operating in the Blue Hills District. The females in both incidents received injuries either from the assailant who diverted from their stated destination or from jumping out of the moving vehicle and officers of the Serious Crime Unit of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force have charged a man with drug and firearm-related offenses. Lorenzo Jerbex, 28 years old, of Providenciales, was charged on Sunday, February 11th. Jerbex is charged with the following offenses, conspiring to supply firearms and conspiring to supply cannabis. The accused was remanded in custody pending the next available court date. Head of Crime and Public Protection Superintendent Dean Holden said, quote, Following an intensive six-month investigation into the supply of firearms, ammunition, and controlled drugs in the Dirksen Gagas Islands, officers arrested Mr. Jerbix. The charges were laid after police officers consulted with the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, end quote. Now, in a display of kindness and corporate community partnership, Ken Adams, owner of Building Materials Limited it Center, generously donated a 55-inch LG ultra-high-definition television to the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands police force. The handing over ceremony occurred on Wednesday, January 31st at the it Center compound Leeward Highway, Providenciales. Attending the event were Superintendent of Divisions and Community Policing, Dwight Gardner, Acting Inspector Kevin Clark, and Police Constable Terence Spence. The television will be utilized during officer training, briefings, and virtual sessions on Teams, Skype, and other platforms. And the Ministry of Physical Planning and Infrastructure Development in collaboration with the Public Works Department wishes to advise the public of the temporary closure on the Church Valley Road in downtown Grand Turk to give way for the upcoming capital project of remediation works to bridges. This road will be closed to traffic beginning today, Tuesday the 13th of February until Monday the 20th of May. The department sincerely apologizes for any inconvenience and would like to thank you for your patience and understanding as they continue to build resilient infrastructure across the Turks and Caicos Islands. And students of the Enid Capron Primary School are benefiting from an exciting makeover at the school premises. This venture initiative was made possible through a partnership between Beaches Turks and Caicos and Solenis Pool Solutions People Extending a Caring Hand, also known as the Peach Project. It also involved a group of teachers and parents from Enid Capron joining hands and hearts to improve the learning environment. The early phase of the project saw the teachers, along with the Minister of Education, Honorable Rachel Taylor, and members of the Peach Project teams, clearing the grounds and cleaning surfaces. The second phase included the construction of benches and refurbishing of old ones, the painting and decoration of place spaces. A large mural with a sunbeam design in a myriad of colors was the bonus attraction. Peaches Turks and Caicos Managing Director James McAnally shared, being able to see the transformation for the students at the school is something that we are happy to have accomplished. The creative plans of all stakeholders involved has borne fruit for the development of all our students and the other students to come. This peach project was a banner event that has shown the true essence of teamwork for the growth in education here in the Turks and Caicos Islands. End quote. While acknowledging the partnership with the different stakeholders, Vice Principal of the institution, Nailene Swan, noted that they are grateful for the continued partnership with Beaches Turks and Caicos, the Sandals Foundation, and their newest supporters, Solanus Pool Solutions, Peach Project. She said that the work accomplished in such a small time frame augurs well for what can be accomplished whenever there is work as a team. After four years, volunteers have been able to resume peach project operations and they were ecstatic that they were able to get it done here in the Turks and Caicos Islands. That was your local news. Regional is up next. More than 1.3 million tons of cocaine was seized from boats during three separate operations in the Caribbean Sea off Colombia, the country's navy said on Thursday. And the crew members of one of the suspicious vessels abandoned ship when they saw authorities closing in. In total, the Colombian Navy and Air Force seized 1,342 kilograms, or close to 3,000 pounds, of cocaine that would be valued at $45 million on the international illegal market, officials said in a news release. Authorities said the first operation was carried out near Tintipan Island off the country's north coast. Units from the Coast Guard working with an Air Force plane detected a suspicious vessel in the area. After noticing the authorities approaching, the crew members fled the scene, leaving the boat abandoned. The Navy said without disclosing whether the suspects were captured or managed to escape. Officials who boarded the vessel said they found 21 packages containing 526 kilograms of cocaine. During a second operation in the Caribbean, Marine and Air Force units detected a motorboat moving at high speed near the border with Venezuela. Officials said they seized 736 kilograms of cocaine divided into 22 bags. Two Dominican citizens who crewed the boat were arrested. In a third operation, Coast Guard and naval units intercepted a boat that was sailing suspiciously near the border with Panama. Two crew members were arrested after 79 kilograms of cocaine was found on board. Colombia produces about 60% of the cocaine found in the world. And the Chetai Jagan International Airport, or CGIA, in Guyana has advanced its expansion plans through a recent partnership with Grupo Punta Cana, a leading airport developer from the Dominican Republic. Focused on boosting passenger capacity and elevating travel experience, CGIA's non-binding Memorandum of Understanding with Grupo Punta Cana signifies a pivotal step towards airport enhancement. This collaboration follows CGIA's previous MOU with the Manchester Airport Group, marking a trend of strategic partnerships aimed at fortifying infrastructure and operational practices. And Jamaican authorities arrested six individuals, including four employees of the Norman Manley International Airport, or NMIA, in coordinated anti-narcotics operations spanning St. Anne and the airport premises last Thursday. The operations yielded a substantial seizure of contraband, notably cocaine with an estimated value exceeding $20 million. In the initial phase of the operation, narcotics police intercepted two motor vehicles at the Eight Rivers Plaza in Ocharias. A search uncovered 3.8 kilograms of cocaine ingeniously concealed within food packages. Additionally, authorities apprehended the drivers of the vehicles and seized a sum of $118,000. Law enforcement then executed a raid at Norman Manley International Airport in Kingston. A thorough search of a motor vehicle led to the discovery of 25 kilograms of marijuana concealed inside a suitcase within the trunk. Simultaneously, authorities seized $1.2 million found within the vehicle. Four airport ramp attendants were taken into custody and the vehicle was seized. The estimated street value of the marijuana is $540,000. Two of those ramp attendants were later released. That was your regional news. World News is up next. A U.S. Customs and Border Protection dog sniffed out something unusual in luggage from a traveler returning from Africa mummified monkeys. The passenger returning from a visit to the Democratic Republic of Congo reported that the luggage contained dried fish, but an inspection at Boston Logan Airport revealed dead and dehydrated bodies of four monkeys, this according to agents. The traveler said he brought the monkeys into the United States for his own consumption, according to a CBP spokesperson. Raw or minimally processed meat from wild animals, sometimes referred to as bush meat, is banned in the United States because of the threat of disease. The incident is said to have happened last month but was only made public on Friday. No charges were filed, but all of the luggage was seized and the nearly 9 pounds of bush meat were marked for destruction by the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And explosives experts in northern Greece on Monday safely diffused a parcel bomb that had been delivered to a senior judge at her courthouse office, police said. The judge in the country's second-largest city of Thessaloniki found the package suspicious and didn't open it, calling court police who evacuated the building. Few members of the public were in the courthouse at the time, as most trials have been postponed due to a lawyer strike. A scan revealed an explosive device which army bomb experts defused. There was no immediate claim of responsibility. However, similar attacks have been carried out in recent years by small far-left militant groups targeting symbols of authority. And the Senate early Tuesday in a rare all-night session passed a $95.3 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan, pushing ahead after months of difficult negotiations and amid growing political divisions in the Republican Party over the role of the United States abroad. The vote came after a small group of Republicans opposed to the $60 billion for Ukraine held the Senate floor through the night, using the final hours of debate to argue that the U.S. should focus on its own problems before sending more money overseas. But more than a dozen Republicans voted, with almost all Democrats, to pass the package, 70 to 29, with supporters arguing that abandoning Ukraine could embolden Russian President Vladimir Putin and threaten national security across the globe. Dollars provided by the legislation would purchase U.S.-made defense equipment, including munitions and air defense systems that authorities say are desperately needed as Russia batters the country. It also includes $8 billion for the government in Kiev and other assistance. In addition, the legislation would provide $14 billion for Israel's war with Hamas, $8 billion for Taiwan and partners in the Indo-Pacific to counter China and $9.2 billion in humanitarian assistance for Gaza. The bill's passage followed almost five months of torturous negotiations over an expansive bill that would have paired the foreign aid with an overhaul of border and asylum policies. That was your World News Sports is up next. Bahamian track athlete Devin Charlton has shattered the World Indoor 60-meter hurdles record. Charlton, 28 years old, clocked a stunning 7.67 seconds at the World Athletics Indoor Tour Gold Meeting in New York on Sunday to become the fastest woman in 60-meter sprint history. Her time takes 0.01 seconds off the previous world record set by Sweden's Susanna Kalor exactly 16 years and one day ago. Charlton, the Commonwealth Games and World Indoor Championship silver medalist, has been in top form since opening her season last month. She clocked an impressive 7.88 seconds in Louisville, Kentucky, and followed up a week later with a 7.75 second national record. And a collection of sneakers that basketball superstar Michael Jordan wore as he and the Chicago Bulls won six NBA championships has fetched $8 million at auction, setting a new record for game-worn sneakers, according to auction house Sotheby's. The six Air Jordan shoes won a piece from the last games of the 1991, 92, 93, 96, 97, and 98 championship series sold on Friday. Sotheby's dubbed it the Dynasty Collection. The auction lot included photos of Jordan wearing a single shoe as he celebrated the 1992, 93, 96, and 98 wins. A five-time league MVP and two-time Olympic gold medalist, Michael Jordan was so singular a player that then-NBA Commissioner David Stern in 1992 called him the standard by which basketball excellence is measured. The NBA renamed its MVP trophy for Jordan in 2022. He also helped to shake up the athletic shoe industry and supercharge sneaker culture by teaming up with Nike to create the Air Jordans in the mid-1980s. The pair he wore in the second game of the 1998 NBA Finals was sold through Sotheby's last April for $2.2 million, a record for a pair of sneakers. The highest auction price for any Jordan memorabilia was $10.1 million for his jersey from the first game at that series, according to Sotheby's, which sold in 2022. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. Daytime conditions, sunny skies with a high of 82 degrees. Winds are from the east-southeast at 4 miles per hour with a 1% chance of rain. Later in the evening, lows are around 73 degrees with clear and humid skies. Winds are from the southeast at 6 miles per hour. A 1% chance of showers is expected. That wraps up Tuesday's weather. Recapping the news, new acting commissioner of police sworn in 1.3 million tons of cocaine seized in Caribbean Sea, mummified monkeys found in passengers' luggage. Once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in to The Nation station, RTC 89.1 FM. It's been a pleasure to have you join us. If you missed today's presentation or any other, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. That wraps up the news. Turks and Caicos, enjoy your evening. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.